there are a lot of doctors but if you keep doing day in and day out what has been said to be normal you will never ever cross barriers you will never ever reach out of your boundaries out of your barriers and knowing it the way you posture yourself it gives permission to many people to see that you know i can be authentic what are you doing doing poetry when you're a doctor what are you doing teaching people to speak when you're a doctor if what they know does not make you any less of a woman any less of a doctor any less of a specialist Thank you so much for having me all the way from Namibia. Hello everybody that joined. Thank you so much. It's, it's exciting. I'm really really excited for today. Thanks for taking time out of your Friday night to have a chat with us to inspire some of the young girls who will be joining us yeah. today and basically talk about science and talk about you. And so we can switch right on to conversation Esperance. So tell us a little about you. What's your story? Where are you from? And what do you do? And how did you end up in the field of science? My name is Esperance Lubendau. I am a medical doctor currently practicing in Namibia. For those of you that don't know, Namibia is a smallish country along the south of Africa. So I'm currently practicing here. I studied medicine here at the University of Namibia and then I went on to do a master's in business administration with a focus in healthcare management. And apart from that, I practice medicine every day, but I'm a health advocate. So really the aim is to advocate for quality healthcare for all irrespective of socioeconomic backgrounds and we do that through health education I'm very passionate about sexual and reproductive health so I teach women a lot about contraceptives about hygiene sexual practices and all of these and apart from that I'm a speaker I'm a public speaking coach and I'm a poet so that's what I do that's a little bit about me That's an interesting background and just to know that you're in uh, Namibia So how did you yeah. end up being a medical doctor and finding an interest in SRHR that's sexual reproductive health um was it oh, passion yes. or did you just sway given by um, the circumstances that you were in Honestly speaking well medicine just happened I was young I was in primary school and they asked me what you want to be when you grow up the first thing that came to mind is a cardiovascular surgeon because I felt that well it's a fancy word but later on I really realized that there's a lot of lack of information people don't know the basics women don't know the basics about vaginal discharge they don't know what a normal vaginal discharge is I remember there was a time when I posted on Twitter and I said it was something simple I said stop washing your vagina right. and Twitter went crazy people were wondering what is this person talking about what is she saying you know people were going crazy But a few people were like, "Yes, that's actually true. You're not supposed to wash your vagina." So it's little things like that, and there's a lot of, you know, information that's lacking and people have these preconceived information that is not true, that is not accurate, and there's nobody to teach them because oftentimes you go to your doctor and they don't educate you. They just give you antibiotics and they send you. So there's a gap in between patients and healthcare, particularly with sexual and reproductive health. Women don't know that there are various contraceptive options available. I know last year we had a contraceptive campaign 
for the IUD contraceptive, which is that copper one that we place into your uterus that has no hormones, which obviously makes it one of the best contraceptive options. But women were telling me they've never heard of it. So there's a big gap, particularly with sexual reproductive education, that I'm trying to bridge. And that's where it all really stems from and comes from. And we are talking about a huge population of women, a huge population yeah. of girls. You know, generally yeah. the strong gap that is there in terms of these kinds of services. So what gets you going knowing that you as an individual, it's not possible mm. for you to complete the entire gap. So what keeps you going? What motivates you to know that even if you change the life of one woman or 10 women, yeah. that's fulfilling for you? Well, it's not possible to change everybody's life, unfortunately, but we do start somewhere. The biggest people that influenced change in the world started from somewhere. I think that's probably one of the most important things to consider is it has to start from somewhere. And I, I always tell people that I wouldn't be doing my part as a healthcare practitioner if I didn't educate women, if I didn't teach women. Every opportunity I have, every patient I have is an opportunity to educate. Like I said, a lot of women feel that they don't get taught by their doctors. They don't get educated by their doctors. And these topics are a taboo. So someone will come into me telling me things like, well, every time after I have sex, I get this discharge. And people feel like this is a taboo to talk about. And so they feel ashamed to talk to their doctor about it. Or they'll be telling me they've had this discharge for months now, but they feel ashamed to talk to their doctor about it. And so look, yes, you can't change the whole world. That's a fact. But at the same time, one of the things I've realized is that you can start somewhere. And if I'm going to start somewhere and change one or two lives, I'd rather do that than sit on my hands and do absolutely nothing. Better something than nothing. I totally agree with that. And I applaud you yeah. because I find this to be very confident. Looking at the, the yeah. whole uh, picture in Africa, especially when it comes to health and women in particular, we know in some mm. regions, as a woman, you cannot seek such services or certain services if you don't have consent mm. from a husband or from a man and a certificate. You know how conversations about, for example, sex are uh, shied away from. And so I'm curious to know if you have specific strategies that build on you as a person mm. to advance these kinds of engagements and interventions that we can borrow from you. Honestly speaking, I think in simple terms, starting the conversation, I know it sounds cliche and it really sounds like it's been done over and over again, but it's actually not because the thing is that when you start talking about things and you start having conversations, it's like, you know, when we started the IUD contraceptive campaign, somebody told me, they said, Esperance, you're encouraging people to have sex. And I said, no, I'm not encouraging anybody to have sex. People are going to have sex whether Esperance tells them to or not. People are going to have sex whether we provide them with the knowledge to protect themselves or not. But as a healthcare practitioner, it is my responsibility to ensure that if you are going to have sex, I provide you with the right tools to be able to protect yourself sufficiently, whether it be from pregnancy, whether it be from STDs. So my job is not encouraging pregnancy. That's not, that's not what we're doing. What we're doing is educating people. And when we can educate people, we can empower them to do whatever it is that they want to do. So if I empower you enough for you to know, okay, listen, I'm not asking people to be doctors. I know that not everybody's meant to be a healthcare practitioner. That's fine. That's okay. But I am saying that we should know the basics that look, a yellow discharge means it could be this. A green discharge means it could be this. Both of them mean I need to see my doctor. Most likely I need some antibiotics. 
And if I keep getting recurrent sexually transmitted infections, it might lead to infertility. It might lead to problems with conceiving one day. Things like the side effects of contraceptives. These are things that women should know from the top of their heads. But women don't know. And that's obviously a problem. And it means not a problem with the people, not a problem with the population. It's a problem with the doctors. It's a problem with the nurses because it means we're not doing our job to educate the people to tell them that look this is what this means this is how you take control of your own health and it starts with education so once we can educate the masses we've done everything that we can do and the rest they take it from there i like that analogy more or less knowledge is power but you don't take the the knowledge and shove it down people's throats you just place it before them and give them the power to own their ability to protect themselves pursue their health and wellness and all that have you ever tried a different approach you know people when they look at science they think about venturing into this field they see it as a technical field and so they shy yeah. away from that they want you know the fluff they want the soft stories so did you ever find yourself in this kind of you know stage or phase as you ventured into the different genres or interest in in this field absolutely yeah. never i'm a very blunt person i like to be blunt as one thing you very quickly learn about me i don't shy away from the truth if it makes you uncomfortable don't take part in the conversation that's what i tell people all the time and it's not just about women i think i saw a couple of guys joining actually a little bit earlier and one of the things i always tell people it's not really about just being a woman because you have single fathers that are raising daughters and you put them in a position where by they need to know these things because you are the one that is in direct contact with your daughter and if your daughter is saying that look she has a discharge as a single father you need to be able to handle that and i have a lot of friends and they usually would say stuff like it's pronounced you're so comfortable with the word vagina and i said yes i am because a vagina is a vagina and a penis is a penis you know there is there's really nothing else you can give it different names it doesn't change the name it's a vagina it's an organ just like anything else your breasts your legs your head it's just another organ and i feel that the more we keep putting and allowing people to put this taboo on it to say that okay fine i can't say the word vagina i can't talk about vaginal discharge the more we encourage them that these things are abnormal and that we can't talk about these things which isn't true and it's not accurate and actually based it's interesting you asked me this because actually based off of that tweet that i told you about that i said stop washing your vagina and everybody went crazy about i'm actually writing my first book which is interesting because you're the first person to hear this so i'm writing my own book and guess what the title of the book is the title of the book is stop washing your vagina and you know i was talking to my best friend and he was saying you is probably going to make a lot of people uncomfortable and i said so what that's my job if i didn't want to make people uncomfortable if i didn't want to teach people about the importance of sexual and reproductive health i shouldn't have become a doctor in the first place i signed up for it i took an oath and i will do everything i have to do to educate the masses as far as possible so look out for the book and please buy it stop washing your vagina guys <laughs> Don't you just love stories? Stories shape how we understand the world, our place in it, and our ability to change it. We are all products of our backgrounds, perceptions, and experiences, which all form how we interpret the world. So we all have unique stories to share. What are we without stories? If you're a sucker for inspirational stories, you'll feel right at home at the storybook. We are a creative enterprise with a social purpose to inspire, educate, mentor, entertain, and influence the youth in Africa to make informed decisions on their healing, growth, and development.
Our message is simple. Every youth in Africa can attain the lasting change they desire in different aspects of their lives. And we want to support them in their journey. Messages delivered as stories can be up to 22 times more memorable than just facts. So, at The Storybook, we leverage the transformative power of storytelling. We can all agree that for change to be lifelong, it has to start in the mind. So we keep our stories unique, fun, engaging, and memorable. Just how the mind likes it. You too can join us to transform the lives of youth in Africa through stories. Every quarter, we run youth empowerment and mobilization projects through which businesses owned by young people in Africa are supported by the storybook, either financially or through publicity. Nominate a young change maker today by telling us how they've changed lives in your community. We also welcome partnerships and sponsorships. Furthermore, we accept stories under these categories all year round. Young and on fire. Note to younger self. And Dear Diary. To learn more about the categories and drop us your story for inspiration, visit our website www.thestorybook.whitneymwangi.com. So, that's our story. What's yours? Be sure to connect with us on social media at thestorybook underscore ENT on Instagram, thestorybook ENT on Facebook, at storybook underscore ENT on Twitter. Let's keep the conversation going. We just can't wait to hear from you. Thank you so much, Esperance. And we are honored to be the first to know about this book. So guys, put this on your calendar. One of our young women, not just about the talk, she's putting it into action and making sure that there's enough evidence for you to read and follow. And I agree with the truth. The truth uh, brings light, it brings sight, it saves uh, people from, you know, shadow boxing through life. You understand where the path is and how it's tested. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. And just thinking about this journey, I want to have um, a clear vision of you coming from mm. a place where you entered into the field of medicine and you've understood your mm. passion. But sure, there has been challenges. There has been some mindsets yeah. and beliefs that you had to break through so tell us a bit more about yeah. some of these beliefs and perhaps what it took for you to break out of some of them you can tell us one to many with regards to the barriers that i have witnessed or basically encountered one of the main things is number one you should be a what they call a day-to-day -day doctor a day-to-day -day doctor means you come you see your patients you go home that's where it ends and every single woman that I've ever mentored, I tell them the same thing. Whatever field of science you find yourself in, because I'm aware that this is for the sciences and not just for medicine. Whatever field of science you find yourself in, I tell people this all the time, your passion and your confidence will get you everywhere. Now, it's very important to remember because there are a lot of people doing the same thing. 
But if you want to achieve your true potential and your destiny, whatever area it is you've been called in, you must ensure that you operate in your true authentic self. Yes, it sounds cliche, but it's the truth. There are a lot of doctors, but if you keep doing day in and day out what has been said to be normal, you will never ever cross barriers. You will never ever reach out of your boundaries, out of your barriers. And so you have to push. And that is whatever field of science you find yourself in. People always put limitations on you. No, you're a doctor, just stick to that. You can't do poetry. You cannot be a public speaking coach as bronze because you are a doctor. What are you doing doing poetry when you're a doctor? What are you doing teaching people to speak when you're a doctor? Or what are you doing having a public speaking workshop when you're a doctor? And so these are some of the limitations that people put on you and it is in every field you find yourself in. People's limitations must never affect you to an extent that you feel that I cannot cross this barrier because of what people have said about me. People will always have something to say about you, whether you do good or you do bad. But it is up to us to continue despite what people say. I think that's probably one of the biggest things. But over the years, I've learned eh, people will talk. Let them talk. You keep moving. And the lives that you affect in a positive manner, those lives will always stand the test of time. And whether you save one life for me, it means the world. And so I wouldn't change absolutely anything, even if I save one life with the health advocacy that I do. I've done everything that I was made to do on this earth and I'm content with that find your passion find your path and then try and grow in that and diversify your skills and your abilities peace to the haters and you focus on your vision and lives that you're actually changing right do you have specific people that you go to what kind of system do you have around you mentor number one within healthcare i don't know if you would know i mean you're based all the way in ethiopia for those watching from Namibia, physical mentor is Dr. Bernard Haufiku. He is the ex-minister, health minister for Namibia, for those of you watching from other countries. So he's been my mentor for a while now. And it's funny how, you know, out there you do all these things and, you know, people are clapping hands and all these things. But when you come to your mentor, it's funny because I always love it so much because I learn so much from him. Mm-hmm. And one thing I like about Dr. Haufiku is he's never afraid to teach me. Right. And I'm also never afraid to learn. And that's probably one thing. Let me tell whoever is tuned in and about to log off just before you log off, please remember this. When you get to a place where you feel you have learned everything that you need to learn and you can no longer learn, that is when you've reached a brick wall and you need to take a step back and do some introspection. I don't think I know everything at all not when it comes to medicine not when it comes to health advocacy not as a speaker not as a public speaking coach not as a poet and so for me it's easy to humble myself whenever i meet dr haufiku dr bernard haufiku and say listen please teach me a little bit about this look how can i go about this how can i do this how can i do this recently i had a conversation with him and i said look dr haufiku i want to specialize because i want to do gynecology and i was telling him i want to go and start specializing next year and he looked at me and he said, okay, that's, that's, that's a good idea. Right. And already the look on his face, I could see, ooh, there's a lot <laughs> coming after this. But for me, honestly speaking, I'm not afraid to learn. I am not afraid to learn. Whenever I sit with my mentor, I pretend like I'm a little child. I'm willing to learn. And that's my advice for everybody listening. Do not ever get to a place where you feel you've learned it all. And I think that's one thing. Let me just say this very, very quickly to all the women listening. I think women have an issue. A lot of women have a problem whereby they let intimidation get in the way of them learning from others. And that's a problem because automatically as a woman, when you become intimidated by another woman's success, you feel like if you were to ask, listen, I need help in this area, or I want to become a better speaker, or I need to improve my confidence, whatever the case is, you will be looked down on, which isn't the case. For me, I don't care who you are. I will humble myself and I'll learn from you. 
doesn't matter if you're a student doesn't matter if you have just started in your career if i see something good in you i will humble myself and i'll learn and that's how i go about it with my mentor and literally everybody else within any industry i operate in what you said in the beginning that you're not afraid mm. to speak the truth which tells me mm. and really the audience that you create an environment for honesty within you and around you so it automatically makes sense or pours into your ability to always take up a student posture and learn because you're mm. honest that you do not know and you're honest enough to accept that someone else sharing with you what they know does not make you any less of a woman any less of a doctor any less of a specialist and i think this is a, a mindset that a lot of us need to break away from you know letting go and embracing growth putting growth before ego we're about to end anyway so i will ask you my my last question i can see there's comments yeah. through and we can have some time to address uh those so that uh, people are left you know contented as well only 40% of the scientific research across the globe comes from Africa. Yeah. And out of this only I believe 9% comes from women. So this speaks volumes of the interest towards science and the presence of women themselves in this scientific world. So to a young yeah. woman, a young girl who's listening to you today, um in addition to everything that you have taught us today Esperance, what more would you like to tell them? Yeah. I think the most important thing is be true to yourself. And I can't emphasize this enough. I think a lot of women are trying to be somebody that they are not. And that's a problem. Yeah. And that's a very very big problem. Half the women that I mentor and the young girls that I mentor constantly telling me, "Esperance, look, one of the things I struggle with is social media." And I ask her and I say, "Okay, what is your goal? What are you trying to achieve? What is your ultimate? What is your purpose?" and they'll say okay this and this was my purpose and then we'll have a conversation how do you think everything that you invest in every single day is helping you achieve that purpose and we constantly have to ask ourselves that question every single day so within that number one be authentic but number two okay is to stick to your lane and I, okay. I don't know how better to say this i feel like women women african women are so smart They're so talented. They have so much going for them. They're so creative. They're so innovative. But there's this thing constantly where people are trying to be the person next to them. So they see this person looking a certain way, dressing a certain way, doing a certain thing, and oh, okay, I also want to do that. I don't know why that person is doing what they're doing. I don't know what their purpose is. I don't know what their goal is. Their destiny is. Because ten years down the line, you have to live with yourself, not me, not anybody else. Okay. And so that's the second thing. And then the third thing. especially for young girls is don't be scared to move out of your comfort zone mm-hmm. don't be scared to do it i remember when i released the poetry i released the poetry album in 2018 2017 actually and that was something that wasn't really done this is not something that people usually do you know people release rap albums you know and music you know common r&b albums but not a poetry album and i said to myself well i want to be different And so one of the things I always tell the women any woman that I mentor any woman that looks up to me or any woman that I converse with in general 
find a way to be unique in whatever it is you do and you will leave your mark automatically find a way to be unique in whatever it is that you do and you will leave your mark stop trying to be somebody else do what you do but do it in a way that has never been done before and you will leave your mark whether you like it or not it is unavoidable it'll come naturally but when you try and be someone else that's where the problem comes in but the more you are yourself be your authentic self don't be afraid to go out of your comfort zone stop trying to be somebody else i think those are the simplest simplest things i can i can give and then let me just reiterate what i said at the beginning please don't be afraid to learn i am not afraid to learn and people always tell me esperance you know when i speak to you are the exact opposite of what i thought you were because i think when people see me they see somebody totally different and when you get to know me you realize i'm the exact opposite of that really Firstly, I'm a clown. I like to joke around a lot, but apart from that really, I love to learn. I'll learn from anybody at any time, and I just really wish that every single woman or man that is actually tuned into this life, please take that away from this. Be humble enough to learn. You will go places you have only ever imagined. Ability to just sit comfortably in who you are. Without knowing it, the way you posture yourself, it gives permission to many people to see that you know i can be authentic and be great yeah so thank you so much it's been a lovely conversation maybe just tell thank us you. Uh, i know where to find you <laughs> tell the audiences how they can reach you uh, if you have a website um, if you have a community my name is esperance livendow everyone my website is esperancelivendow.com my instagram is dr esperance livendow my twitter is dr esperance livendow my facebook is dr esperance livendow It's Esperance Livendow everywhere. Once you click, if you click on my Instagram, I think you'll be able to find me everywhere else. But it's Esperance Livendow, absolutely everywhere. And please right. do reach out. We don't want to be one of those people that say, "Listen, please reach out and learn from people." But we never help women get there. So I know I'm a very busy person. I know sometimes I don't respond to my messages and things like that. But keep just DM and I will get back to you. It might take some time sometimes, but I will get back to you. And let's walk this journey together. We never know. I can also learn a lot from so many of you, so it would be absolutely beautiful to learn and interact at any point possible. Okay. You I already have an yeah. appointment with you to see how we can improve this public speaking gigs. You'll be hearing from me very soon. Um Maria Gango says beautifully said we have and apewashali wow some of you your names are quite something thinking there's nothing else you can <laughs> learn is the quickest way to never learn anything new very well said i agree with that um cindy says wow love the conversation and apewashali again says i always aspire to be the least knowledgeable person in the room nothing good comes out of being the smart the smartest person in the room yeah totally i agree wow Uh Cindy says daily effort hashtag #authenticity I think your second name uh should be authenticity or your third name after Lovindao maybe <laughs> Uh it's for us authenticity Lovindao <laughs> <laughs> yes, I like that I like that, <laughs> um, I like that. Social media is the comparison is the killer of joy run your own race thank you so much uh be humble enough to learn love that yeah and and that's what we have someone says my favorite doctor wow you brought your patients with you uh lovinda <laughs> that's amazing um uh, sorry guys so that's it from all of us and until next time so that's our story what's yours Be sure to connect with us on social media.
at thestorybook_ent on Instagram, thestorybook_ent on Facebook, at storybook_ent on Twitter. Let's keep the conversation going. We just can't wait to hear from you.